today, we finish discussing my favorite choices books. We go through my personal top 10. I'm joined again by Fishti. I had an amazing conversation with her last time, and it was another amazing conversation today. You can find her on Twitter sharing her thoughts, at Masquerade Redux. And she's now streaming Choices Books on Saturdays at twitch.tv slash fishtybuns, so you should definitely go join her. I'm so glad you chose to listen to us today, so let's jump right in and start discussing my final top 10. Hello. Did I break it? I can hear you. What you the hell? First try. <laughs> Did it break it? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. First try. Wow. I'm using a proper uh, microphone and everything, and I figured, no way it'll work. Why would it work? <laughs> how's your How's your evening? Uh, it's all right. I'm oddly tired for six p.m. I was tired at 4 p.m. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I, I got off work and was like, is it bedtime? It's not yeah. bedtime. It's 10 p.m. where I am, so it's all, it is actually almost my bedtime. Bedtime. How's your day? Uh, not bad. Uh, just uh, getting done some work and going to record this with you and then head to bed. Nice. We'll try to make it quick then. Yeah, we can always do a two-parter again, like the last time if we have to. First, uh, the, the episode, the last episode I just posted with you was our first episode to hit double-digit plays. Really? Yes. It's the most. It's our best, most played episode at 12. <laughs> 12 people listened to it. 12 people have listened yes, to it's, it. It's a new high. A new high for us. 12 whole people. I don't even remember everything we talked about. <laughs> I should probably listen to it. But I haven't yet. It's hard to hear your own voice. Yeah, I don't like I'm it. I'm all like, oh, I hate editing this. I hate my voice. Yeah, it's. I'm glad I don't have to edit anything. Like, just clipping out that one thing I, I tweeted at you today was... That was only like two minutes long, and I was just like, oh, God, do I have to? Yeah, so you started your streaming. How did how'd you like doing the stream on last Saturday? So I find streaming to be exhausting. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I just finished it up, and I was like, very tired now. Why am I so tired? Um. I had more people than I expected to. That was a pleasant surprise. And it went smoothly. We didn't have any problems. Blue Stacks didn't crash on me. The book was better than I expected it to be so far. Yeah, I haven't started it for myself yet. Why not? Oh, you don't no. have VIP. Or did you oh, re-up VIP? I, I do have VIP. I used uh, the place where I work. We get points and stuff. And I want, mm. I want an Apple card. So I did use it on VIP. I just, I watched, I watched like three people play it on Twitch. So I was like, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. I mean, yeah, I mean, you watched how many people play it? I watched Brandon play, I watched you play, and I, I watched Cat play. Okay, so you got three different playthroughs. How different yeah. were those playthroughs? Uh, not too different. 
Um, most of the selections were pretty much the same. Really? I mean, it's it's only the first two chapters, so it's, I mean, there's not true. enough content to really change it up. We have not really gotten in there to to really start to deviate. Yeah, and I, I'm, it's hard to have deviation in single love interest books anyways, because it's not like you can take multiple routes on who you romance. That's also true, because that ends up making a big difference, a big difference, a big difference in the story. A big difference in the story is like who you end up romancing, because then you spend time with them in scenes, and you're, you know, you'd have a different, a whole different playthrough. Yeah, like one of the things I like to watch, like when I watched Cat play Wishful Thinking, is I I, I saw the uh, the superior love interest. <laughs> I disagree, but <laughs> you're allowed your wrong opinion. Yeah, uh, I, I I hadn't seen Jaime's scenes before, so I mean. I can understand why he's a love interest. I just don't see it for myself. I like no, no, no. That's fine. I mean, that's that's one of the the better things about there being multiple love interests yeah. is is that if you don't like the love interest, you have another option, and yeah. more often than not, you'll like at least one of them. It's uh, it's not like uh, nanny affair where I just don't want Sam and have nobody else. I don't want anybody. I actually really like Sophia in book two. I've, I'm liking her as, as, a, as a character. I do not want her as a love interest, though, because she is just so untrustworthy. <laughs> I get that. I know they're going to do something at some point, but right now i like the story with her i'm like i yeah, can see yeah. this no 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 it's like it's like, it's 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 a good this seems to have a, a pretty decent plot line going on right now which is kind yeah. of surprising yeah like i know they're gonna ruin her because god forbid they just have a strong woman who's not a villain yeah but what they're doing with her right now i'm like i actually like her better than i like sam right now well, Not I mean, that I ever liked Sam. Right. Like, did you? That was the question I was going to ask. Yeah. Did you ever like Sam? No. I, I just, it they could have made it such a better book if they had multiple love interests. Yeah. But I mean, the whole point of it really is supposed to be that relationship. And then I think if, if you didn't have multiple love interests, then you'd get, you know, the royal romance where it stops making sense when you don't choose Liam. I could see that, but also, I mean, you can cost Sam the company. That could be a storyline. Sure. And it, it might still be the storyline. Nah, Sam's going to get the company no matter what, and then they'll probably have book through book three where we get married. How is Sam going to have get the company if we're on Sophia's team? And because Sophia isn't cutting corners like Robin. They'll do some twist at the end where it'll just happen, whether you take diamonds or not probably like maybe sam will give up the company for you maybe that'd be that'd be a surprising twist that i would probably enjoy <laughs> but but it's like um what's the one that just ended laws of attraction mm. like people who like didn't take the uh, diamond scene you end up ranked third if you don't take the diamond scenes and you still get the part in junior partnership so you do like, it okay, well so you you can the, if you don't the it, diamonds don't matter well the diamonds don't and then you can you can uh you can rank lower than that though 
Oh, you can not, go lower than third? you can get lower than that and and not get the junior partnership. Then it goes to Ashlyn. Oh, okay. So I would be okay with that. But th- but the more people have talked about it, the less I understand why Martin was where he was. Because he wasn't he wasn't ranked second before the last thing, and he didn't do anything. So I don't know why he. Got I feel like bumped to second. The only reason he was bumped up to first or second, depending on whether you take diamond scenes or not, is to make sense of the. Of the twist ending. The twist. Yeah. Like the twist ending makes sense if he's ranked number one and doesn't get get the spot. Well, then he should have been right behind wherever MC is. But he wasn't the entire book because all every premium scene you take, Ashlyn's with you, so she gets. Well, except for that one time, it's Gigi. Yeah, but Gigi's useless. She she doesn't even want it. I don't even know why she she doesn't. She's just there for fun. But like, yeah. right. So, sure. I mean, but it should have been that Martin found something else each time so that he was always right, right yeah, on there, MC's heels. Yeah, there's nothing to justify why he was ranked number two in my playthrough. And then if, if, yeah, and mine either, because I took every single, every single diamond Yeah, I, I, did every, I did every diamond option for the clues and stuff. And if you were somebody who didn't take any of the diamond scenes and you missed all of the clues that they blatantly tell you what to do half the time... Um, then, then he could be ahead of you, and that would make sense. But it just—if you took all, it just, but you know, it didn't matter. It's setting up the second book, and I'm kind of like, where is this going? I don't know how. I don't know how the the thing that he does in order to 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 get that what what happens. I like I don't just... see. How, like, Just like, getting somebody to sign an NDA is not enough here's for the partners thing. to make you a senior partner. Why wasn't anybody like why didn't why why wasn't no and that's that's I mean it's not, but like why wasn't anybody pursuing legal action against her? She should be in jail. She should be in jail. This is obstruction like, of justice. They're all like, well, if, if it gets out, it'll ruin our firm. No, it won't. No, it won't. It'll ruin her. Especially yes. if you guys all go, we discovered this. It's awful. We disavow this. We will represent Marcus still because he's still your client to the fullest extent of the law as we you know, bring a civil suit against her. Like You do whatever the hell it is you need to do. You'll come out ahead. Absolutely. But they're all like, Martin's all like, oh, yeah, we gave her a nice payout and she signed an NDA. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> she right. broke the law. She almost attempted murder on three well, characters. She, she might not have said to shoot them. But, yeah, she did a bet. Like, she was involved in that. She, however, in, you know, what is it? Negligent homicide? Yes. Either way, <laughs> she should be in jail. Not she should be in jail. She should not be getting a cushy golden parachute after fucking. They're like, oh, she'll she'll bring down the firm. Like, why? Why will she bring down the firm? How are you? Are the rest of you that crappy? <laughs> like this one. Like, like, how bad are the other partners if they're that afraid of pursuing legal action? And if it's that bad, I don't want to be part of that firm. No, I don't. Can I just leave with Gabe yeah. and Ashlyn you know and Bo and go start my own new firm? Yes. Marcus will vouch for us because we did a good job on for him. Yeah. Everybody that we've, we've won all our cases. Yes. There's people will, will vouch for us. We'll get, we'll, we'll start over and we'll just take all the we'll take all your clients we have big names we have little names we have a really big name with marcus like a huge name 
we would definitely be able to become yeah. the premier legal firm. Yeah, hire an entertainment lawyer and boom, he's your client. Like, oh man. But yeah, like I, I, I love the book, but I hated that twist at the end. Yeah. With letting letting Sadie get off and then Marcus all or not Marcus, Martin all of a sudden being senior partner. Like my I have one of my friends is like it's it kind of she she thinks it peaked at chapter ten. I don't think she's wrong. I what just don't, in chapter ten. I don't remember. But I agree that chapter ten was a good chapter and whatever it was. I think it was was that when they go out to LA? Threesome aside. I I feel <laughs> like the moment they I I'm not convinced it was meant to be a series. I feel like the moment they decided to make it a, a book two, it lost steam. I it, it's in the very first chapter. It says, um, that it you get to keep that apartment for the whole series. It says okay. series. That doesn't yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. With choices. If if people didn't, they would they would they they would have made it a they wouldn't have made a sequel if it didn't do well, right? You, I mean, they would have put it on another hiatus, and then rewritten the end of it so that it was just this ambiguous nonsense or some really crappy last minute ending like like TRM or or Distant Shores, and then just been like bye, yeah, or even um, Foreign Affairs. Like, Foreign Affairs was, was, I think, clearly meant to be set up as a bigger series. Because when you, when you get, like, when you have enough um, reputation with your classmates, you get a, a bonus scene. And it's so full of stuff that's just leading toward another book. Yeah. Or freaking Nightbound with that damn epilogue, which pisses me off so much. Because it's like, dude, this is a whole two other books that you're introducing right here in this tiny little scene but you're gonna try to tell me that you intended for this book to be a single book the whole time bullshit no <laughs> yeah and there's no way distant shores was meant to be a single book that oh, ended on God. a cliffhanger like let's go back in the past okay oh now there's no book too i'm like what <laughs> i didn't read distant not shores. that i love the book but the right. end's like hey let's go back i'm like okay i'm like okay so book two and they're like nope single book I thanks for read, reading <laughs> i didn't read distant shores and i think the reason why it didn't get a sequel is because for the first like half the book people just shat on it like the fandom hated that book the first half they really did they didn't like that it was um that it had the time travel element they didn't like the cover because they're always so freaking spiky about the covers they didn't like that oliver takes a thousand years to show up they didn't like that the plot took half the book to get going these are valid things and then the second half of the book is great so there's a major pacing issue and they just threw all the pacing problems in the front instead of like sprinkling throughout like they did with TRM yeah. and, and Nightbound. But that ending is crap. Like is. I feel so badly for people who like DS because DS, Distant Shores, because that is just freaking ridiculous. Like you don't go, well, let's go back and save everybody and then not do it. Exactly. You should you change it and you go, you know, everybody was happy and it's great. No, you didn't get to get that, have that kid. Yeah. Apparently there's some, oh, 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 some kids, but like you, you, you know, everybody's happy without you, even though you were gone, like they miss you and maybe they never got married, but they lived good lives and it's bueno. 
but no. I'm like, let's go back. Um, and I'm like, oh, uh, oh, oh, what series finale? Yeah, done. No, it's it was. I think, I think that's that's up there with, with like canceling, um, the, the sequels that they had announced, whether or not those books should have really even had sequels. But like you know, m- most wanted to was from day one they or the end of that book they were like you're gonna have a sequel and they never did it and hero two and then writer die wasn't supposed to have one but they said sure we'll do one and then they dropped it the two that bugged me the most is hero and it it lives and it lives was because obviously you get you get the epilogue scene with them saying oh we're gonna you know we're gonna end this right and then it and then you don't and then hero it, it, it have you played hero no so We'll talk about it because it is actually in my top 10, but it ends on a cliffhanger with the last thing saying, whatever your character's name will be back in volume two. Right, right. It says they'll be back. It says that in Most Wanted. It highly implies that in the It Lives series. It's like there's all these things where it, it, it well, and they even said that there was going to be a third one, but then they just kind of, they just didn't do it. And then I get like write or die. People wanted one, so it wasn't supposed to have one. It was supposed to be a standalone. I get that. They And then they were like, sure, we'll make it. But then the lead didn't really want it to be there. And then it fell apart. And it sucked. They kept saying they were going to do it. Like, just don't announce it until you have it well enough done. Yeah. And then if you if you have plans to do a series, but then the book doesn't, doesn't earn it for whatever reason, then be careful and make the changes in the book to take out the things that give the impression that there was going to be a sequel, like all of the talk in platinum about starting your own label and going on a world tour. Yeah. That was unnecessary. Or that (laughs) whole, if you weren't going to do a book too. Exactly. Or that whole scene with that stupid Falcon in chapter 15 of 15, 15 of, of Royal Masquerade where you can, you can get the Falcon and they describe it as a new permanent ally that you never see again. (laughs) Or even the last time you can, you can be with your, your love interest. They say it's like the last time you can be with them in that book. And it's like, no, this is ever. Don't just say in that book, just be like the last time. Yeah. This is your last chance. Give us 30 diamonds or. And, and the only time, if we're going to be really honest, because all the other times there's only one where anything really actually happens. So don't pull that anymore either, PB. Please stop with the 30 diamond love scenes that aren't love scenes. I want to pay 30 diamonds to talk to somebody on a balcony. Thanks. I didn't take many of the 30 diamond scenes, and I don't think I took any in the Royal Masquerade. I took all of them. I even took them all when I did a Hunter playthrough. Oh, that was a hard play, but that's not. We're not talking about how I struggled through a hunter playthrough. Yes, right. <laughs> ready for the top ten. Did you want to do that one, or did you want to do your other topic first? Uh, so we'll do the topic in the middle. So we'll do five, and then we'll do the topic. Cool. So I can still think about it, it because I've been thinking about it for a couple of days. Going, do I even have opinions about this? So I might need you to go first. Yeah, I, I, I do have. I think I had six. Oh, cool. All so right. Even well, if you don't have any, we can just talk through mine. Yeah, we'll just talk through yours. That's fine. 
Or I might be like, oh, yes, I totally agree. And then this thing. Yeah, sometimes. Tangents are great. We're good at exactly. that. <laughs> All, right, All right. So let's start with number 10, which yes. is Bloodbound Book 2. Right. For me, the God storyline, I love it. I love that they introduce it really early. Um, that a lot of it is just the main the main cast being idiots and causing their own problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and sometimes they even call them out. Like I'm I'm replaying it now, and the MC is like, "Why don't we just destroy the blood?" And Adrian's like, "No, it's too important." And then a chapter later, Gauz gets the blood, and he's all powerful. I'm like, "Yeah, you should listen to the MC. Destroy the blood." No one ever listens to the MC, or they only listen to the MC. That's how it yeah. goes. Either they only listen to the MC and everything goes to shit, or they don't listen and everything like, goes to shit. Like they either can't function without MC's input, or MC is has a Cassandra complex where they always have the right answer, but nobody pays attention. <laughs> it's like, yes, why don't we destroy this? And they're like, no, no, it's way too valuable. What are you going to do with it? You're not going to take the blood. And if we keep it, then there's just more opportunity for him to get it. I am looking through the chapter descriptions because I'm trying to make sure that I'm not mixing it up with you know, anything from one or three. That's and... the hard part with with series yeah because a lot of it, it kind of just it, it it does a really it, it's a really good story through the three books mm-hmm. and but it's easy to get them to blend together yeah and and that's actually kind of a benefit for it or as i would say a pro toward it because it is so seamlessly integrated between the books you don't go oh clearly this is this book because yeah. you know it's like did this happen in one or two i'm not really sure because where did they end and it just picks up where it left off um there were some parts during this one where i thought it was kind of kind of dragged a little bit i would say toward the beginning of the latter half the latter third yes when they go to when they first go to paris jack adrian and mc the book, um, the book drags at that point where they split up. Three of them go to Paris. Oh yeah, and, then, and Camilla stay in in the U.S. There was some interesting pickup stuff when they started talking about the order some more, and then they go to like the whole thing with Dracula. It was whatever, <laughs> but then they go back to the tomb, and like even then, I was like, okay, so this is an interesting point, but these chapters just feel like they're not going anywhere. But then it gets great. Because like everything is fucked up, and then you die. Yes, the the cliffhanger <laughs> is great. It has one of the best choices, cliffhangers. It's like oh, I died. But I did rank it lower than book one because I, I felt the some of the middle chapters drag, like you said. Yeah, and then I and but it's like it's still compelling, but for some I just kind of like maybe. I don't know. I think it's just because they wanted it to be 16 chapters, so they extended it a little bit more when it probably really only needs yeah. to be like 14. And I, I don't think book one had the problem with the story dragging. I thought it was a good story. Like We'll talk about book one in a, yeah. few, in a few choices because it's a little higher, but it they didn't have to drag in it. Right. No, I agree. Okay. Okay. Number 10. Right. So number, uh, number nine. Uh, it lives beneath. 
So I finished that now. And I think it's kind of way better than It Lives in the Woods. I agree. A lot of people say they like It Lives in the Woods better, but I find the love interests are better in Beneath. The yes, Redford or Jane is a good villain, but I like the 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 people who created the town as villains better. Yeah. The it's it's more it's how am I how am I gonna it, it feels like there's a there's a, a greater sense of urgency because you have more people and you've got all these people who have powers and they're and and not like not that that it lives in the woods didn't have a sense of urgency because I mean honestly Jane going all crazy and and sending waves of stuff because she thinks she's helping and then getting pissed off I get it that's cool it's a great story but it's like it would have been elevated if uh, the me- I think oh you know what, really what I'm trying to say the mechanics the mechanic difference I think is probably what really makes it for me because yeah I like having the whole town and finding out that it's just like this group of basically immortal fuckers <laughs> who are like ruining everything um and though I do think that the allies are better in in beneath than in the woods, yeah. and I I will fight people on that. Yeah, but the the love interests in in, in the woods are weak. They're they're not fleshed out very well. As love interests, yes, as love interests, as characters, they're they're fine. Like and, I have no problem with the cast. It's just as love interests, I don't find they're they're it, very it, well. It was kind of like why even have the the love interest angle. And, and you technically, I liked, I liked how the nerve score actually affects affects you throughout the story, not just everything at the end. Yeah, that's the me- the mechanic difference that I was thinking of is that people could could, you know, get killed along the way. They could leave along the way and then come back and get killed. They could, yeah, you like, know, Danny can betray you. Imogen can lose her power. Tom, uh, well, Tom just causes you to lose your finger. He doesn't have enough nerve. He never leaves. Right. Uh, and then Parker can legit just leave and then not in the story anymore. Yeah, or he could come back and get murked. I, Either, I didn't you know, know he can come back and get. I I think he can come back if I've I had because he did. I know he was my ally and I took all the scenes that he didn't go anywhere. But I, from what I understand, I could be wrong because there's multiple variations to it that he could leave. But then if your team score is high enough, he can come back. But his score might result in his death. Yeah, because I had enough team score for everybody else but Parker. So Parker's the only one that had low nerve out of everybody that could have nerve. Google Parker. By Google, and I mean, I'm on that. I'm on the I didn't know he can die. I knew, like, he, he leaves in every time I play. Like, I've never played through and had him stay just because I don't spend enough time, time or diamonds on him. He can he die. Me. Yeah, you think he's boring. He can die. But he has to come back to die. Okay. Right. So that's something I was not aware of. But probably because I just don't spend enough time on him. So he just leaves and never comes back. And then Danny calls him a coward, which I love. Because Danny's amazing. She, he's not leaving because of cowardice. But I, I get it. That does That does track. No, I know that's not why he left. He, right, he right. No, of guilt, I, but I, I just I, like the fact that Danny calls him a coward. So, I mean, I yeah, it tracks for her. 
I like him. Anyway, yeah. So I, I definitely think it has just an overall. It's, but you know, that's that that mechanic aspect is going to be something that they they might have looked at and been like, oh, we should have done this in the first one. Yeah, and I do like that the MC Kalija die. Yeah, I'm seriously. I want to do a playthrough because I don't have to worry about a third book. I want to do a playthrough where I don't take like any of the, of the bonus yeah. scenes. Well, the the first time I played, I didn't take enough, and Parker left, which he always does. The only one that actually met their nerve score was Danny. And I want everyone to die. Everybody. Well, Parker would leave, and he would be alive, but he would just go wherever the fuck he goes. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't have enough nerve score to survive when I get tossed in the water, and then the brother's like, hey, where are you? Fish sticks are burning. I'm like, this is so sad. <laughs> like. Poor, poor brothers like lost his parents, almost lost his grandfather. I mean, I, I think the first time I you played, can I, I'm lose pretty your sure the grandfather died the first time I played too, which means he's alone. He's got Robbie who goes, who's going to go live with his mom. Yeah, so he's alone. <laughs> There's nobody to take care of him. He's going he into foster care. Literally no one because <laughs> he didn't get time to emancipate anybody because he killed all the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this poor guy's doomed he's in therapy for the rest of his life he, yeah he's just gonna think his sister disappeared i i genuinely like i wanted i want to go through both books and i want to kill as many people as possible because at least one person will survive in in it lives in the woods because it'll either be mc or noah but it, that's one thing i wanted to see I, I i think i might just look it up on youtube because i don't think i just want to play through and just have everybody die but what happens in the scene that tom takes you back to the first town if everybody dies I think there's nobody to talk to. Probably just Connor. Connor and Noah? Connor and, well, they, no, because Noah's, Noah, yeah, it would be Connor and Noah or MC. Um, And that would be it. Because everybody else would be dead. What a waste of a scene. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess the whole point of it really is to. Yeah. To get. Yeah, to get the info on the first. Yeah. But Either way, the end, like, with with the way they I, I liked it better than in it lives in the woods because of the way they did the nerve scores and mm-hmm. i find the villains better and the love interest better and and you could have technically won and then still died yeah <laughs> uh surprise yeah. i like, murdered him uh, we won i murdered him too i, I him mean die. technically you murder him either way either he drowns or you or you you know he, he doesn't I've, live but i've done it both ways where i just leave him trapped and where i murdered him i just i'm like i like the I'm going to say this. Don't take this out of context. I like to murder people. I kill everybody I can. Except for that one time I didn't, and now I regret it. Yeah, It's like Bloodbound. Like, I'm replaying Bloodbound now, and this t- this playthrough, I, I killed Nicole. Oh, I always kill her. And I killed Jamerson. I just killed Jamerson in book two. Yep. Like, the yep. first time I played, I let them both live. Nope. Everybody got to die. Well, she comes back and helps you in book two if you let her live. Yeah, it didn't matter. I don't need her. Either way, I, 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 this time I let her die. I was like, no, no, no. You deserve it this time. I don't need that. I don't need the cool. All Fine. right. Num- <laughs> number eight. Veil of Secrets. Okay. I, I think did. it's arguably the best single book that's not VIP. Really? Arguably, I think it's the best single book, like a book that was was not meant to be a series. It's just one book. You read it, you're done. 
I think it has a great mystery. I think the cast is great. I like that all the love interests are treated equally for the most part. Except for the one. The last one. Which one? Kate herself. But I, she's like, oh. she's a throwaway. I don't even know what I Yeah. I, would, I never count her as a... It was weird I, to be I, like... I, I find <laughs> her being thrown in as a love interest. Like, her being all... It's kind of like when they introduced that Maxwell's a love interest in yeah, it's, romance. It feels like it's an out-of-place fan service. Because why would you do that after everything she went through? I feel like if she was a love interest, they should have implied to it before she disappeared. And it doesn't. Yeah, like you should have had the ability to be like, you know, we were really close. We were really close. Like really close. You know, we might have a history. I'm upset that she's marrying somebody else. Like really close. I'm going to hook up with her brother out of spite. (laughs) Yeah, because like before she disappears, it just seems like two really good friends actually you know what though the way i remember it it's it's kind of like i don't even feel like you guys are really good friends because i i got the impression that mc is sort of like i don't really know why i'm here like we were yeah. friends but we weren't we were like, friends in university but no we I, haven't I, talked in a while if you do take the scenes in the early part you do see that they were really good friends like really close in university and they grew apart after your graduation yeah but like it's also kind of like why are you the only one why was it you it's gotta be somebody else closer in the time and i guess maybe there isn't so it's like you know it just it just feels like i i read it as kate being like i miss her i'm gonna invite her to my wedding and hope we can get we can be close again close Mm. friends again maybe and then later on where it's i'm actually in love with you i'm like i don't get it also naomi is amazing I probably need to do a playthrough because I, I I went with Flynn and I regret spending those last 30 diamonds. It was very uneventful. It was not. I, I liked Naomi's entire route. I never played Finn and I never played the, the lawyer. I can't remember his name. But I don't was, like he, Grant. No yeah. offense to Grant lovers. I think Grant's head looks like a bean. <laughs> And even though I kind of knew it was coming, I love the Duffy twist when he shoots the sheriff in the head. <laughs> or the chief. Um, like that, that CG of him just looking crazy. <laughs> it's got good CG. And yeah, it, w- it would have been a good... It's it's a good twist if you haven't figured it out. And yeah. then I like that you can, you can let them all die. Because, you know, I like to murder people. <laughs> so... Who do you save? Do you save Duffy or do you save... I don't the... fucking save anybody. I'll let them both go down. I'll save anybody. They burn on that boat. Screw all of you. you I think I suck. save him and let him go to jail. No, die. You killed a <laughs> okay. bunch of people. You almost killed this person who may or may not be important to me. I don't know. I, you know, it's an iffy backstory. Die. Murder everybody. <laughs> <laughs> And it's definitely it's a book I play every every October. I just I, I just feel like it's a great mystery book and I think thriller. I, should replay it. I haven't played it in a while. I should do this. Right. Number seven, Bloodbound Book One. Okay. 
Uh, I know we talked a lot of about it in Wood Book Two, but I found I didn't find there was any drag with it, which is one of the reasons I put it above Book Two. Yeah, it's a good introductory story. It could have actually ended there, and it would have been like, cool, good vampire book. Like it didn't, yeah. but they did a good job extending it. It didn't have any really down moments. It has a great villain because Gaius is really one of the top tier villains. Yeah, Vega is. Vega being the bigger one, actually. Yeah, you're right. Because Gaius is just a... He's just a... He's still villainy, though, because he's there. They keep talking about him, but he's not actually there yet. You're yeah, right. like you see him You see him if you get the... If you take the, the portraits. Right, well, I do. I do, fun. too. Um, but Gaius is really the villain in book two. He's just right. there in the background in book one. Like He's but part in, of the history, but and so you know he's coming. But he's like... You're still just like, oh. I don't want him to come back. <laughs> it's he's a villain who's not even there, and he's got such a great villain energy. And then yeah, Vega, um, which was which was actually a pretty good twist. Um, yeah, because yeah. I the first time I read it, I thought it was the Baron. I was actually a little surprised when it was Vega. Because you know, Baron. Because I, I thought it was going to be you know kind of paint by the numbers, Baron, the mob boss. Um, secondary, I thought it might be Lester. <laughs> Because he's, he's a creep. creepy. <laughs> yeah, like Vega's not your first choice, I think, for most yeah. people. Um, yeah, he's a dirty politician, but like, who isn't? Like, whatever. Exactly. Like, I'm like, hey, yes, he's a politician, but. And then when when it you know when it's revealed, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> it does. It works. It it works. It makes sense. Even the Nicole, actually, the Nicole twist actually surprised me. Um. Because she was like, oh, I'm here to save Adrian. I'm like, oh. Because I, I felt like she could be double-crossing, and then she saved him. I'm like, oh, well, you know, if they're going to go through all this trouble, and then they fooled me when yes. she's like, give me the serum. <laughs> no. i shoot you in the head. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> this, the last, every time I play now, I, I, I kill her off. Because she, I mean, even if you, if you save her, you get the scene in book two, but you don't need her. She's not it's easy. It's easy to get past that that yeah. part in book two without her. Part. Don't need her. If it were harder, if it were more of a tense moment, even then it still might not be worth it. But I mean, I don't want her roaming around. She's not. No. Yeah, because I, I I think that's I'm pretty sure that's the only thing you get out of her if you save her. After that, she's just gone. Yeah, she doesn't show up again, as far as I'm aware. It's like this is this is a little bit of redemption arc, and now okay, have a have a nice life. I also like the fact that the MC is haunted in the beginning of it when, with like, you know, nightmares about having killed her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it yes. doesn't really affect her, but I like that it does pop up in the nightmares. Yeah. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't have a nerve score, but yeah. And I actually do, who do you romance in Bloodbound? <sighs> Adrian. You don't sound happy about that. He's okay. So here's the thing. Like when I was listening to uh, V and Lucas talk about it, the very beginning of the story, Adrian has like they talked about. Like, I think they literally even say big dick energy. Like he comes in there like he's this totally in control, like dominant in everything kind of guy, and. Maybe it's a little too Christian Grey, but it's you know it's it's you're like okay cool he's gonna be he's gonna be a, a a love interest that sort of 
I think ends up being more like what Camilla became is, is, but is what I expected of Adrian. And I'm not somebody who usually switches allies just because I take it and I go. Maybe I should because Adrian is boring as hell. Have you come to um sorry uh, adrian i know a lot of people love him but i he mm, i thought he was such a, a fun down. love interest <laughs> i've heard like everybody i know that she's considered the god tier in the book but i know that adrian's stands are really really dedicated and well you do you guys but i think he ends up just being like this wet paper bag just dampening everything in my life i mean i can understand why people like him but i find even Jax is a better is a more interesting character like the only <laughs> the only one i would put adrian above is lily i don't get lily as a love interest lily is just i think they just wanted somebody who was a different kind of female love interest yeah than someone like camilla and and uh like adrian could have been fine but they they just they just keep him he's just kind of meek and yeah. i i mean and when i take the, the the diamond scenes i don't do what cat does i don't take like the soft options but he doesn't even really like it's like those are fine but like it doesn't carry through to anything else and i just ugh, i feel like he's only doing that because i'm asking him to when we're when we're having dirty 30s <laughs> and as camilla it it's a slow burn and it feels like it's earned by the by the time you get to the to the scene in the cabin with her. Like you feel like I've I felt like I earned that scene. I I hear that. Like she takes time to really switch from being antagonistic about who you are uh, or about you in general to to being something a lot warmer. Um, yeah. But I and, hear that the payoff is great, and I, I like how they write it. At she's just she's two thousand years old. She's lost loves, and she just she's hardened. She just yeah. She doesn't think she doesn't think she's gonna love again. And you come along, and it, it makes sense um, that that she has that. I mean, and even like her scenes are good, but it's not like they're great. And I think that's just the product of being an early choices book, where they just didn't write that much good things into the sex scenes yes i mean there were some good moments but right they they started to get really i mean they were clearly using it as an as an opportunity to test stuff because come book three it's like really we can do this <laughs> uh, which, which book has the the orgy that is one's book probably three? book two, isn't it? Well, there's no, because there's the big one. She's oh. a vampire at the point that they do it, isn't she? Uh, I think she has Which would to be. be book three. So book three. And it's right before Seraphine goes and runs off to Rhea, I think. So it's when you meet up with Seraphine okay. again. Yeah, so it's it's book three then. And book two, I think, is the one where you can have... Because you can have some threesomes, but they get they get yeah. pretty well, you risque can with a... the... You can have a Lily Jax. You can have a Lily Jax, and you can have a Jax Adrian. In book two, you can have Jax Adrian when yeah. you go to Paris. In the club. And is book two when you can do, you can choose whether you go with the guys or girls, and you can either have the threesome with the guys or the three, threesome with Lily and Camilla? Is Probably. that in book two or book three? I don't know. I didn't take that scene. I didn't. I, I always kicked Jax out. <laughs> 
I do the same for, with Lily a lot of the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm just good with Camilla. Did I take the one? I think I took the one with Jackson Lily just out of curiosity. Um, I don't know. I'll play it again and find out. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Find where's Control F, and then it'll be like Camilla. No, let's do Lily. Lily's easier to type. Blah 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 blah. Thirty nine options. Lily, 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 Lily. Lily, 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 Walk with Adrian, walk with blah, blah, blah. Take this diamond scene with Lily. What is this? Do you have regrets? It looks like it might be book three. Okay. Either way, it's there. there's enough scenes throughout. Yeah, there's there's a lot. And they started to really push the boundaries and set us up for the things that we're getting that are more interesting, honestly. They're expensive scenes. Either way, you should play through and do a Camilla route because she's so I much will, better than Adrian. Honestly, I really think I will. All right, so book six, number ranked number six, is Hero. You're going to have to tell me why. Mostly because I love Smallville, and it reminds me a lot of Smallville. Oh. Smallville is my all-time favorite TV show, and it just reminds me a lot of Smallville. The the villain looks like John Glover, who plays Lex Luthor's father in Smallville. Hmm. I think had they done a sequel, I think you could have took the best the the best friend that you work with and made him like a Lex Luthor type character. I wonder what they were going to do with the sequel that they decided to scrap when they did Endless Summer. I don't know. They couldn't. It's, it's too bad because I'm a big fan of comic books and comic book shows. And it actually used to rate higher. I actually I, I dropped it when I made my rankings because it's like, well, it didn't have a sequel. And it's on a cliffhanger. So I'm going to put five books ahead of it. But. And at this point, I can't even really replay it because then I just get to the end and I'm aggravated that it didn't get a sequel. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't fault you for that. It's it's sort of like. But I couldn't reason. drop it down below that because I just. You enjoyed it just. Too much. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too much. To drop it lower than six. Okay. But still aggravates me that it didn't get a sequel. Yeah, and. The, I, I love the I love the characters in it the the two people that work with you that helps you with your suits and your equipment and stuff I like the the other the other people with powers that become part of I guess I could say Justice League but not the Justice League <laughs> okay so you, you know it's got a, you, you're all it's well rounded you like the side characters the supporting characters there you like the villain and you like the story so. Yeah, it's just it hits all it hits everything I like about a choices book. Good. Except except that it aggravates me at the end when you get the cliffhanger. Take out the cliffhanger and it would probably be higher. Yeah, maybe. Or, you know, give the sequel. Yeah, or give us the sequel. Even at this point, because at one point they said they had a script, but they didn't have any way to do the art. Just give us the give us the script then, because in the four years that they made us wait, they one point on Twitter they said they had a script. I'm like, okay, well if you yeah. have a script, then just release the script. I remember them saying that. Yeah, make it a text thing. 
just so people can read it just so yeah. they know if you're not going to release it just give us the script yeah all right so uh this week's uh side topic i had sent you was pop culture references that you that you notice in choices books once the weather um so i'll go through mine if you think of any as we go we could just throw them in it, yeah it was you know ones that i liked and ones that i didn't and I, yeah. i'm like i know they're there but do i have any strong opinions toward any of them not sure so let's hear what you've got um so first one i've already said it hero reminds me of smallville okay um like i said the villain looks like lionel luther from smallville um there's tons of superman like Im- i wouldn't say imagery but Reference references, you know, if the, the hero's from you know, you're from another planet, you find out throughout the book that you're not you're not human, you're, you're you know, you came from another planet. Uh, you got you, you got the best friend that's father's the villain, so it's like he's not evil, but I think they could have made him evil in a, in a future book, okay. Uh, and then you got the two, the two characters that are just your friends and helping you that's sort of like chloe sullivan from smallville and pete ross i haven't watched smallville i don't like superman that's fine you're allowed <laughs> um next one i had was endless summer at least season one takes so much from lost yeah it did have a very lost feel uh, you got sean and jake are pretty much Jack and Sawyer. Really? Definitely. You got Sean, who's definitely the Jack character. And then you got Jake, who's the sarcastic Sawyer character. I turned off the first episode of Lost halfway through the season premiere. None of these are going to make sense to you then. No, I can get the reference. Like I know, I know. Oh, trash on two I, of my favorite shows. Where I understand it. No, I love I Smallville. I never watched it. I love Lost. I've never. Wa- I watched half the pilot and shut it off. Just trash on my favorite shows. Yeah, I really. I I watched <laughs> half the pilot. I remember sitting there, and my friend and I were watching it, and something happened. And I just went, no. And she was like, yeah. And we turned it off. <laughs> All right. Well, I personally love it. Well, you can. <laughs> Um, it's mostly just in book book one. Book two definitely moves away from that, you know, with the endless stuff. Yeah, and um, I, I but, mean, I, I know enough about it to to get where you're coming from with that. I mean, the whole concept of it being, a, you know, trapped on this this island that has weirdness going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, next one, pretty obvious. Open heart definitely steals so much from Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> or I should say, borrowed in quotation marks. Do you, do you want to know how many episodes of Grey's Anatomy I've seen? None. One. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed, I noticed it took things from Scrubs. It, so, it takes stuff from Scrubs as well, but more from Grey's Anatomy. It, it pulled from basically all of the big uh, medical dramas. It was some ER basically uh, a, a McDreamy ripoff. Oh, I was just, you know, giggling to myself because Mrs. Martinez 
that's her name, wants to go see the church in, in France, which translates to Sacred Heart, which is the hospital in Scrubs. And I was like, yes, Scrubs. I named all of my pets after Scrubs characters. My MC Scrubs. is named after a Scrubs character. Actually, she's two Scrubs characters. What I, I named her JD Cox. Nice. <laughs> I, I love I love Scrubs so much. She's got except Scrubs. for season nine. I don't like season nine. I okay. The main Caesar series, and I, I like Elizabeth Banks, but she really starts to to like when she appeared on the show, it's where it started to go downhill. And then the new class is kind of um and nine can probably go away entirely, but it's still a great show, even with those. Like, I mean, even the, I mean, the creator even said like season nine is supposed to be a spinoff, but yeah, they just put it in as it was supposed to be Scrubs interns, which is a spin, it's supposed to be a spinoff, right? But the the lot the ending of season eight is amazing. JD walking through the hall, seeing all the old characters, and then imagining what his future is like, and then ending with like you know the future can be whatever I want it to be. Yeah, they kind and then of walk just... in his car and driving off. That was should, a great ending. Should have just stayed there. Plus the Peter Gabriel book of love song, such a perfect choice for a last song. They have great music choices on that show. Oh, great music choices on that show. And I, I love that show. Yeah, I need to finish rewatching it. I was, I was iffy on the first three episodes, but the episode that I just got hooked was the one where he. He has the patient that's the old lady who wants to die. Oh, yeah. She's just like, no, I'm good. Yeah, and he's going through all, all his list of things. And he's and she's like, how many of those did you do? And he's like, <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> but that's the episode. And then the episode where Brendan Fraser's character dies <gasps> broke me. The the end when you realize it's him who died. Ben, that was his, his idea, doctor, apparently. Yeah, Dr. Cox is talking to him. And JD walks up and says... Where do you think we are? And then it shows the the, the funeral. Like, the the oh. funeral, and the well, great like, thing I'm kind is of like, tearing up right now. Yeah, it's and such it a has good that, thing. That song, Winter. Which do you know the story about Josh Radin? No. So he was. I don't know if he, he was either roommates or friends with Zach Braff in in college, and he he wrote one song, Winter, which is the song that plays during the, Ben's funeral. And they, he, he, he played it for Zach Braff, made Zach Braff cry. And Zach Braff's like, you need, you need to find a way to record this. So they recorded on like an answering machine and showed it to somebody. I can't think of his name, but the creator of Scrubs. And they're like, Bill yeah. Lawrence. yeah, Bill Lawrence. And they're like, yeah, we want to use this for this big scene. Um, and then after the scene, people were trying to Shazam him and figure out who it is, but he didn't have any other music. He didn't have a record label. He didn't have a contract. So he quickly got signed to a label and put out an album. But at the time, that was the only song, and it wasn't even a full recording. Oh, I want to have to pay more attention to that then. And Such and now I love his music. Like, I love Josh Raiden's music. But so yeah, that that scene broke me when... It's like, where do you think we are? And I'm like, oh my god, it's Ben who died. I remember, yeah, I remember watching the thing, and they were like, after once he gets diagnosed, like, or they, you know, there's a, there's a point where p- other people stop interacting with him. Right, the scene where he comes back and JD walks up and says, "We lost him." Yeah, and then that's, at that point, it's nobody, only yeah. it's only 
uh, Perry who who talks to him and interacts yeah. with him at that point. But you and don't notice it on the first. No, watch. you don't. It's so good. It's so good. And I didn't notice it till later. I'm like, I think somebody else pointed it out, and I'm like, you're so right. And then all the pictures are pictures that Brendan Fraser actually took. It was yeah. his idea that he died. Like <laughs> he's like, kill me off. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I, I love that. Those are, his episodes are great episodes. Yeah, and he's he's probably the best guest star. Other than uh, no, he's definitely the guest. But the other one, what's his name? The guy who was in Scandal and Felicity. Oh uh, yeah. Um, oh God. Shut up, Sean. No. Um, <gasps> I used to love him. Why have I forgotten his name? Scott Foley. Yes, yeah, Scott Foley. I just uh, no. Love it. He's good. Shut uh, up, I, Sean. <laughs> Michael J. Fox was great on it. Well, his episodes are amazing. And they have they have great guest stars. I forgot that Matthew Perry was on it. Hutch is crazy. Oh, yeah. is crazy. <laughs> and Gloria. The, the, the janitor. Oh, I love the janitor. The janitor. <laughs> See, the janitor is one of the characters I named one of my pets after in Open Heart. I named the fennec fox Jan Etor. <laughs> now we're going to have to have a Scrubs podcast too. Look I'm fine with that. Crime, That's great. Scrubs. I'm super mad. Like I've got my little my little Perry Cox pop that sits on top of my desk. And I'm so pissed that the janitor was not part of the set. Like, I don't know why he was not part of the set. <laughs> I love his one. I do love his one scene in season nine. <laughs> Oh, he just hands, he, he hands like, the mop so, to. So when's the buddy? When when's your buddy coming back? Oh, he he got a new job. He, he's gone. No, no. When is he coming back? No, he's not coming back. Drops the mop, <laughs> cleans his hand, walks out. You're like, and then nobody saw him again. <laughs> he was always supposed to be on the first episode. Yeah, and that would have been that would have been a, lo- a tragic loss. Yes. Not that we would have known better, but oh god! And they try to say that nobody else sees him in season one, but I'm like, that's no, a lie. they There's... do. They totally do. People interact with him; it's fine. At the beginning, yes, but later on, like it, would, it definitely happened before the end of season one when they try to say nobody talked to him in the first season. He is so much fun. I just love that if you look at it, so much of his stuff is improv. Oh yeah, the majority of his stuff I think was. I think they were like the janitor comes in and does a thing, like it's it's a lot yeah, like the like, Jim just, Perry just stuff. say something, just say something. Yeah, janitor just does his thing, and then they all have to try to not lose it and ruin the scene. So uh, the other ones we'll just go through quick. Uh, Queen Bee, I see. I saw a lot of Gossip Girl in it. Which I think we've discussed before in on Twitter. I don't know if I discussed it with you or somebody else. It was me. Okay. I've never watched it. <laughs> You're not missing much. You don't have to watch it. Wait, are these things that you dislike now? Because you uh, told I mean, me three, I didn't... like things that you like and things that yeah. you don't like. Once or did you just go? List, I didn't mm. really think of anything I didn't like. You were just like, these are things that I've noticed. Yeah, this is stuff I noticed. I know okay. we had said I was going to do my favorite and least favorite and same with you, but I didn't really... Yeah see anything i didn't like maybe that was what was throwing me off i was like what did i not like okay gossip girl i would i can get that i mean the whole tea thing kisses yeah i think they even have one of the outfits called the waldorf which is one of the characters in gossip girl yeah 
think they um, do. With every heartbeat, definitely boring from Fault in Our Stars and Walk to oh, Remember. Yeah, big time. That's why I haven't read it yet. I don't, I don't want to. Fault in Our Stars broke me for days. I don't need that. When I, the first time I read it, when I got to the, you know what happened. Right? Obviously, you know what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when I got to the scene where it happens, I couldn't finish the chapter. I had to stop reading and take a break and then go back and finish. I I can easily see that. I think that would be hard to get through. Because they do. We'll discuss it more, but they do such a good job with the with the with the relationship. Okay. Yeah, we'll have. It's to... in my top five. So. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You like you? That's like one of your favorite MC Li relationships. And then the last one I had was Blades of Light and Shadow, which definitely borrows from Final Fantasy, Zelda, Lord of the Rings, and oh, Game of Thrones. Like every tabletop RPG, anything. It's fantasy, definitely influenced by major fantasy thing. I mean, Andrew is such a fantasy nerd, so. And, totally. and I love it. No, it's I, great. I love everything they use, and they do it. They do it in a way that it's different enough that you can tell it's inspired, but doesn't really steal anything. I am absolutely here for it. Like he, he was like, "I'm gonna put every." But even the uh, the little cutscenes where like so and so joined your party, I'm like, that's definitely Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. It is because yep. Yeah, that was great. And then they all have their their D and D kind of roles, like the bard and the warrior and the yeah. And I'm never really big on D and D, but like even the roles, I mean, that's right from Final Fantasy as well. Like you have your mage, you have your warrior, you have your D and D man. I I know it does, but I was, <laughs> I played Final Fantasy, not D and D. That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it doesn't come from both. Right? Yeah, the rogue and the sorcerer and the priestess would really be like a what would she be I don't know I have to think about it a little bit more I, mean, I would just call I would just say she's like the mage role she would probably be the mage and then because I don't they call oh he calls him Andrew says it's Tyrell uh, Tyrell the the mage because he's almost more like a paladin but he's not yeah, I would say I would say he's more in like the paladin role because he's a he's now, a he's a sword fighter who has magical powers. That's a paladin. Yeah, I would say, without the religious part of it, he's the paladin. But he's still pulling um, from the light, like it's just like an innate thing. For yeah. Him. Mal is definitely the rogue. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Imtira is the warrior. At barbarian, really, but yeah. They probably and, didn't call it barbarian because it sounds, you know, and barbaric. Then, Rain is kind of like a mixture of everything. Rain is, I mean, because Cade's the bard. So, what would Rain yeah. be? Rain's just probably your straight up multi. No, Rain's multiclassing because you can do yeah a lot can, of things. You know, depending on what skills you take, he can brawl, he can archer. He, yeah, he gets to use the light. Yeah, he can even. Yeah, they can even use magic. So Rain is multitasking, and I'd say they're probably closest to being almost like a monk fighter. <laughs> I love it. Now I'm gonna like analyze shit and be like, "What's everyone's alignment?" Well, they're all chaotic something, except for Nia. Yes, I love Nia. I don't care what anybody says. You're welcome to. 
I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying I can't because I just can't take that route. I can't. I feel like a dirty person, like a lecher. Yeah, I, I, person. I can't take Mal. Mal just seems like a best a best buddy to me. Oh God, no, Mal's fantastic. Oh, I'm not I'm saying not. he's a bad character. I love. No, no, no. I, I, I mean, love every like, character in it. Like I just, the ally route with him is great because you just you get to chip a little bit more away at who he is. But <sighs> Nia, you can help grow. She can yeah, grow but and I'm learn sorry. With you. I don't need to be her first fucking kiss though. It really <laughs> just does not do it for me. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. You can. You you do that. That's fine. I cannot. <laughs> I'm fine with it. No, you can have it. I will take Mal. You can take Nia. We will never fight over love interests. I will never be like, I, no, it's not like my friend who's like Tyrell. There's something about him, but then those love scenes are really boring, and I'm like, because yeah. you should be romancing Mal, whose love scenes are hot. <laughs> one, one thing I've noticed about us is we have a lot of the same opinions on story, but none of the same opinions on we love interests. We do not agree on love interests. At yeah, we, we, we agree all. a lot on story po plot points and where things go off the reels, but <laughs> you mentioned love interests, like, no, no, nope. wrong, and no, totally wrong. <laughs> no, not even, and it's not even, it's, I mean, in, in some ways, I would say it would be because you choose a female love interest and I choose the male love interest but I think that even if there were female and male love interests like our gender of choice we probably still wouldn't choose the same one yeah so like uh, what's one where multiple you don't like slow burn so I hate it slow burn who did you choose in that Juliet or Julia I chose Julian I, I, just so because I, I, I had but you know what I'm going to say this I did it because like by default <laughs> who are you in freshman i i took chris in freshman all right you're a horse face dude okay look let me explain to jerry <laughs> what a horse a face game. means i jerry it, like i said it was too it's too hard to do three ones so i gotta i gotta right. throw jerry in here somewhere i know so jerry <laughs> who was with me on my test stream today jerry a, a horse face is when someone has a long face that might even protrude a little bit commonly said to have a horse face even though this is very rude and i'm not saying i agree with it is sarah jessica parker not what's his name chase crawford <laughs> who is clearly one of the influences, and Chris Pine, who is the other influence for making Chris. Neither one of those guys is described as a horse face. Now, your opinion can be wrong, and that's fine. <laughs> Chris is just way too forced. Chris is, okay, Chris is really forced, but I will still, I will still die on the hill that in the first book, they are all forced. Yes, I do agree with that. And but I also feel like in the later books, the writers pretty much gave up on Chris. I, I, unless you're romancing him. No, I think I think it feels that way for a lot of them. Um, Chris's story, as you go along, and if you're romancing him, you probably get more of it, much like we've talked about before. And he's he's a really good person who is desperately trying to make up for the shit that he did before. And he wants to be, you know, the, the person he thinks his dad should have been, the person he thinks he should have been. He's got this this great story arc this character arc um but you know a lot of people don't really pay a lot of attention to him because he was so forced because he comes back and he's like take me back and you're like we weren't together like yeah 
that's but just bad writing. Out of the original three, he's the only one who doesn't get a love interest in later books. He does not. And you know what? That kind of goes with with what he wants, if you think about it. In the very beginning, he just talks about how all he wants to do is is not be in a relationship relationship. So you can kind of headcanon that he's off hooking up with people randomly. He's, a, right. he's a freaking quarterback. He's probably getting all sorts of tail. Yeah, he's getting enough, I'm sure. <laughs> so if you're not there romancing him, just because he's not bringing people home and he's not going on dates doesn't mean he's not getting any. All right, that, makes, so. that, that, that works. <laughs> So just just give him that, but yeah, you can't set him up with anything, and it does it does sort of make it feel like if you don't if you don't do anything, then then he's he, you're like it's it's he's only single because of you. But then Becca doesn't get set up with anybody. Yeah, but I was just saying the original three because Zig doesn't get set up, right? And Zig doesn't get set up with anybody either. So it's like you can do James and 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 Caitlin and it, I wonder if it's it is weird that he's the only one but then you again you look at it in the beginning he's like I don't want anything serious so, I don't know I just I read it as people just it, it to me it just seems like they, the writers give up on him but I see what you're saying it may also have been that of the three he's I think the most popular of the first three and he might even be one of like as far as the actual playthroughs, he might be one of the more popular allies in in the book. So they might not have done it because they just didn't have much of a need to. Yeah, that's true. But now people are just taking. Don't hate on Chris, guys. Chris is a good guy. Okay. Chris fits my MC in that. I, I didn't Chris intend isn't... to make her that way, but they are like they're like perfect for each other. So and oh. Chris is kind of kinky. So well, Becca's my love interest choice, so. Especially if you have them read like a book together and you read the dirty book. Chris is kind of kinky. It's kind of <laughs> nice. Anyway. Well, he's, all your, he's all yours and cats. <laughs> so what? what's another one? What's another like gender of choice or something like that where we might have picked the same character, the same love interest? Uh, all right, let me bring up. A... <laughs> Who are you picking this? I didn't play that one. Well, shit. <laughs> Still there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you go in with in America's Most Eligible? I hate them all. Okay. I stick with Adam because I just don't give a crap about anybody. I actually am only partway through the second one because I just don't like the book. But I won't leave Adam. He's just going to... I'm probably going to replay because I don't like the Adam I chose. Yeah. And <sighs> I know you go with... If Bianca wasn't a choice, I would go with Jen. Because I like Jen more than Mackenzie, but I don't want to leave Jen at the, on the altar. So I go with Mackenzie. Nope. Jen, no. I mean, honestly, when I when I played the first book, I hooked up with everybody. Because why not? Um, and then I just chose Adam because I was like, I should just choose Derek. <laughs> Nobody chooses Derek, Derek. would probably be the easiest to leave out of everybody. Like, Derek's nice guy. Derek's Just not fine. romance material. None of them are romance material. They're all awful. I still I still think Bianca should have been a love interest earlier. 
And that's why they made her one in the second one is because everybody wanted her to be a love interest in the first one. She's fan service. Oh, absolutely. But the fact that she's not a love interest in the first two books, but she's the first one I reached yeah, hard status one, with. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, was... I re- she was she was the first one I got heart status with, and I'm like, so I get heart status with her, but she's not a love interest. Well, I mean, she is. You're just with somebody else. Uh, who do you go with in Crown and the Frame? Raiden. Raiden, I go with Val or. Annalise. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, uh, our best bet is probably going to be one that's gender of choice. To yeah. be honest. Which of the three guys do you go with in role, Rules of Engagement? Leo. I go with Leo as well. I don't like the other two. The other two are total... I don't even like Leo. <laughs> Leo is just the most fun. And uh, 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 Drake's cousin is... Like, I don't know. I get like, are you really interested in me? Are you interested in the fact that I'm going to have a hundred million dollars or whatever the hell it is? And the bartender? then, yeah, it's Drake's face backwards. Yeah. Or his face is Drake's, Drake's, Drake's face become yeah, whatever. Drake's cousin, Dean, Dean, is that his yeah, name? Dean. Dean. And then William is like, dude, you were just too focused on other shit. The moment, <laughs> the moment William lost me was. Not that I love the book anyways, because I really don't like the book, but when you choose not to wear the premium outfit and he basically says your clothes are ugly. <laughs> I don't think I got that. I think I'd probably buy it. There's one of the ones where he, he meant like it was back in the books where they you know they made they always made little comments about what you wore. Mm-hmm. And he actually says like pretty much calls your outfit ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and then tries to apologize. I'm like, no, you're done. You're nope. out. Bye, Will. Go back to Napa. I'd rather take my ex-boyfriend than you. I would rather have dated Rashad. Sad times. You know what? I would rather have dated Chaz. That's why I took the time to set up Chaz and Violet. Because I love Chaz. Who do you romance in Heist? I know you can't remember your crew, but... I just restarted it and I didn't romance anybody. I was only on chapter four, apparently. So I'll probably, I don't know. I have no idea. No idea who I'll romance in that. But if I'm going to be honest, if I'm thinking about who's there, it'll probably be Rye. Or no one. I might not romance anybody. Can't romance Sonia because now I've looked at her sprite too many times and it looks like she's wearing a wig that is off center. Yeah, go with Sonia. Uh, Royal Masquerade doesn't really count because I can romance both interchangeably. Uh, they're entirely different. And yeah, Caden is vastly both. superior. So. I, we agree on that one. I do agree that Caden is better than Hunter. Caden's way better than Hunter. No offense, Hunter fans, but all the offense. Hunter is shallow and was not properly written to have any sort of character development in the first book, but because they fucked up and didn't get a second book, you never got to see it. Because his character or their character development doesn't make any sense because they go from one day saying, I'm going to fight you for this throne of yours, to, no, I don't want it anymore. And it doesn't make any sense. But Caden is great. Platinum, <sighs> I can do both. No, I only do Raleigh. I like both. I like 
I could probably say I like Avery scenes better after I, I've played both multiple times. I think I like Avery better. Mm. I just don't think we're. I think the only ones we might agree on is not liking not liking the love interest and seeing the love interest books. Not liking that, and then and then choosing people by default. <laughs> Who's uh, my first two loves? Who do you choose? What's his real name? Yeah, um, Mason, Noah, or Amy. Uh, I, I wanted to be single so hard in that book. Um, I went with Noah. I, I went with Ava. Well, yeah. But she's worst BFF ever in my book. And so I did not choose her. I think MC is the worst BFF they're, they're, ever. Okay, that's like one of my least favorite MCs. I might even like her less than the Witness MC. No, to I be honest, anything worse than me. And I'm and sorry, be- I, if you what? don't buy the scenes, you're horrible in Witness. Oh, I know. I didn't buy the scenes, and but at least I know why Witness MC is like that. She's she's older. She's had life experiences to make her into a spoiled bitch. Got it. My choose for loves MC is just so bland and such an idiot and if you don't like she and and they keep setting her up to do that thing where she's like i'm going to recommend this thing and then it turns into a diamond choice because that book is actually really expensive and then you turn it down and it's like she's going we should go do this oh never mind i don't want (laughs) to she's and i i i hate i hate you know a lot of it is just because i didn't like being forced into liking all three of them um but i get that that's kind of the point and then i think that they're all terrible at least once. Oh, Each one of them is toxic as crap. Oh, absolutely. It's what I'm actually really liking writing the five the fan fiction I'm writing right now. No, I think your fan fiction might be interesting because <laughs> now they can actually be mature individuals. But like I'm actually really like at first I was like, do I want to write this? And then I started writing it. I'm like, I'm actually having a lot of fun writing this. Please save them. Remove the toxicity. I think I, I think I have already, but we'll see when I release it for everybody to read. Cause like Mason just doesn't take a hint. Noah's like not as bad, but he kind of does the same things Mason does. And then when Ava gives you that ultimatum, and you're like, "Girl, I just realized that I like girls like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. You're gonna need to give me more time than that." Well, I don't want to wait anymore. Well, fuck you then. Like, yes. I don't even fully understand what's happening. The thing is, they should have let us choose who we wanted to be with in like chapter like 50, 60 range and then let the back half of the book be with the one person instead of getting like two chapters with the person that you choose. And, and they should have introduced Ava as a proper love interest sooner because she's like not really there for the first third of the book. She just kind of pops in and out. And then she's like, nope, I'm a lesbian. I'm going to be with this other person. And then it's like... I'm not convinced. I don't care what they say or what anybody thinks. I'm not convinced that she was meant to be a love interest at first. I think they wrote the book and then realized... We can't really re- we can't release a book without a female love interest. I think you're right. And she I think, feels secondary. Yeah, she like Zoe. And I think her Julia Julian. Her story was supposed to be 
just a BFF who you kind of betray by falling if if you go for Mason. Right. Like you you kind of betrayed because you had a crush. I mean you had it's, can, it's canon. You have to have a but crush. I on think Mason. they they wrote it as the two loves being Mason and Noah. And then they're like, oh we, there's no way we can release this without a female love interest. Right. It's and super I mean the like the cover and the way they pitched the, it. It's all about you know the the new boy and the boy next door and then yeah then they toss in Ava because it did go on hiatus and uh, around that time and then they were like oh your two first loves are um, the love interest and whoever you and, the, and whoever, yeah and it's like and I'm like no, shut frig off choices. you you made off, this this what a stupid line they made it canon that you're in love with Mason whether you want to be or not. Yeah, because right in the middle of the book is like I'm in love with Mason and Noah, and then like right. a few chapters later, I also love Ava. She's she's in love with at least Mason, and then they make you fall in love with Noah because that's the whole thing. And then now, oops, now you're also in love with Ava, and it's like okay, that's yeah. three first loves right there, and photography. Are you gonna tell me that it's not a real love? No, you've been pining after Mason since you were like five, like. That has longevity and that, that has valid validity as a romance. And then so does somebody who kind of comes in and, and makes things interesting and new with um, Noah. And then I guess you have your sexual awakenings and, and maybe you realize that you're bisexual or whatever. And those are all valid. So you then it completely invalidates that by, by just reducing yeah. it but to one of them they, and cameras. They could have totally fixed it by making Noah gender of choice. Yeah. Because then Noah, it's your they child, been childhood. childhood best friend, be it male or female. Your yeah. new best friend, the, the high school one, which is Ava, and then the new guy. But you could have just left Ava as the BFF and still had the two first loves by yeah. making Because then you get, you get your guaranteed then, girl. Oh, but, so, but so many of those, there are going to be so many people who would not have wanted to be forced into loving a dude, even if you could have choose a, guy, a girl in the beginning. Like they would have hated being forced into bisexuality if they weren't. Yeah, that's true. You, they, you already make... get that anyway, but you would have had to make them both gender of choice. And I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this with any sort of malice, but to appease the lesbians, they would both have needed to be gender of choice. To save it, to make it what it needs to be, but then some people were going to be like, "Why can't we romance Ava? I want to romance I mean, Ava." But I mean, but then you got there's enough books. I mean, enough times where they, they, you're you're almost forced to be bisexual, anyways. You are forced to be bisexual in that you absolutely are because you're making out with everybody whether or not you want to. Like that pissed only... off a whole bunch of people on Facebook. All them Facebook moms, they were really freaking upset when you had to kiss Ava at yeah, but. Like, the, get over the, it. the only books you're not forced into being bisexual are the second love interest that are gender of choice. Oh, you mean like in, just in general? Uh, I think that there are some other ones where you can get away with not being bisexual, but if you take anything with any sort of romantic context, then yes, you are bisexual. Yeah. Canonically, MC is just bisexual all the time. Yeah. That's Except for fine. single love interest books. Yep. That's true. All right, so let's jump to number five. Okay. Uh, which is Queen Bee. I agree. I've read that one. It's a good one. <laughs> I was actually really surprised with how much I enjoyed it. Me too. Because it's such a petty storyline. Definitely. But I'm just like, I love all this pettiness so much. I 
was like really hesitant going into it. Um, I I was behind. I didn't start it right away. I was like, I'm not going to like this. It just seems like such a cheap book. And at first I was kind of like, God, I just can't get into that. But then I got a few chapters in and I could be petty, but like in a nice way. That you can either be petty, <laughs> a petty bitch or petty in a nice way. Right. And so I was like, no, I, I can get, I can get on board with this. And then I actually, I actually romance Kingsley in this. Um, so the last time I just played, I actually, I, the first time I played, I didn't take any scenes with Kingsley. Um, actually, I did take the first scene, but then I realized she was my teacher and didn't take any other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last time I played, I actually took the scene where the Dean's in the room and you're under the desk. And I was like, this is actually a really well written scene. It's a scene. really well written scene. Like, it is, it's totally kind of hot. <laughs> it's totally implausible. You would definitely have been heard, but. Yes. It has some really great moments with Kingsley. Kingsley um, is actually a great ally. Um, I love the love-hate relationship that you have with Poppy. I don't have any love for Poppy, so okay, for well, me it's you'll... just a hate I love the love-hate relationship I have with Poppy. I love the. I like that you can have that, and you know, congratulations. I will be surprised if she does not become a love interest, even oh, though I really, really don't want to see it. There's no way she's not a love interest. <sighs> oh, God. There's too many people that. There's too many people that want Poppy as a love interest. I know, I know, I know, and I, I don't, I don't. And if if you do want a romance, her that found scene at the end of book of book one was amazing yeah, As, i know uh, I f- i'm I f- gonna fall in love with you in book two i feel like if that's the thing though she needs to become a slow burn because that's going to be the best way to play out her character because if you go straight from book two from book one into romancing poppy in book two you're completely ignoring everything that happened with zoe yeah which is not good from like a social awareness standpoint. No, and like, sh- Poppy needs to be a slow. I think I'd kind of even be okay with if they just leave her as a fling. She could, yeah. I think I think a lot of people would be. They could like actually get her into bed more than the one time. Um, I think a lot of people would I mean, be you, satisfied. You can with that. get her into bed more than one time. I think it's, there's two scenes with her. Are there two? Yeah, there's one after the bar when you humiliate Chloe. You could go home and then there's her. one when you can you can leave the 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 whatever the thing at the end is. Oh, you can go hook up with her at that? Yeah, you can if you choose to dance with her, you can she asks you to leave and go back to Yeah, the I don't I, quick. I obviously don't dance with her because fuck that bitch. <laughs> but yeah, if you choose to dance okay, with her, so two. she offers to go back to the sorority house. Oh, so she she pulls a Becca at the dance. Yeah. And then you have, I thought the scene was really well written in The Fountain, if you're. Yeah, there's, the, there's like the makeout, the makeout yeah. and all that stuff. But um, I mean, but yeah, but she needs to be, I think she needs to be a slow burn because you've got to, you've got to, you've got to get past the crap that you did to each other. And even if you're a shitty person, like you do it to be evil, um, Poppy's a racist bitch. So, you know. See, I don't see her as racist. I just see her as as mean. I don't think she attacks Zoe. She does attack Zoe on her race. She makes does those she? comments Did during that during the 
the when they do the whole thing she she makes a lot of comments that are easily construed as being commentary on the fact that her family is black okay maybe i just missed it my apologies for missing no no that's fine it's easy to miss like if you're not really looking for that context um it's kind of like under it's like it's like the the subtext of what she's saying is you know but i definitely agree there they definitely can't just chapter one she's the one that trusts all yeah no and and i don't like the idea of everybody always having to have uh a redemption arc i've kind of come to terms with that that's not always the best route but i think just tossing her in there as like a full-on love interest like you've got the other two already yeah but i mean do you even have her i i don't really see zoe as a love interest well i I see her as a fling like everybody else i think you don't get even when you take the scenes with her you're you're most time you're talking about kingsley yeah it's not it's not great um I, 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 i honestly think that this book was supposed to be single ally with flirtations because you could have chosen just to be using kingsley the whole time yeah um, and then they tossed Zoe in at the last minute because she just feels really like she feels a lot like Julia slash Julian. She doesn't really feel like she's fleshed out as a proper love interest or Ava even. Um, yeah. Or even a fling. She just kind of feels like she's supposed to be there. And then they decided that Poppy's not a good female love interest for that. So they needed to come up with somebody else. Yeah. But you're definitely they, there's they almost have to play it the same way they played Becca in the freshman. Where yeah. You have to work your way to it, but I don't. I don't know if you can have a book three for Queen Bee. I don't know because I mean, this is the senior year. It kind of needs to just kind of stop it too. Yeah, I don't see where it can go for a book three. Queen Bee wedding? No, <laughs> please God, no. But like, but yeah, and the, and I'm not saying that that Poppy needs to take like the entire book to get to that status, but there needs to be something because now she's not the villain. And maybe it's like you guys come together because she's also being targeted. Yeah. And and maybe the stuff like I didn't reveal her personal information about her dad not being her no, dad. But that's that's still there. That can that's bring still there. Some maybe somebody else her. does that. Yeah. And that could really do it. Like that. Much like with Becca, like her whole thing is because all of a sudden she doesn't have money, and so she gets this really humbling kind of experience. And yeah. that could happen for Poppy. And they could just make her into a Becca clone who is, I think, better looking. But. Um, and worse. Then you also have to deal with what she did to Zoe. She, yeah, she does awful shit to Zoe, and Zoe's not the first one she's done that to. So it's like she's, eh. but I mean, you've got to, you have to address those things. You can't not because, with, especially with PB trying to be all about, um, like addressing those social issues and and not trying to gloss over those things and being present and 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 not not just writing books that that don't include those yeah. things because people want that sort of realism you have to address what she did because had zoe not been a person of color that scene wouldn't have hit as hard and i remember on tumblr there were so many people who were so upset because of all the people who were upset because those who play nice mcs were kind of pissed that zoe was like mad at mc because she's the one who pushes mc to do everything if if you're playing it nice. And so there were a lot of people who were like, I don't get why Zoe's mad at me. And then there were a lot of the people of color, the players of color, we'll call them, who were coming out saying, as a person of color, this scene was like 
devastating because they felt personally connected and personally like they they felt the experiences that she had and those racist undertones or subtexts subcontextual things they felt that which a lot of us didn't get because we aren't um or we don't really necessarily understand the 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 feeling of of being you know black in america like i know you're indigenous so you've got a different yeah. take um but like it's still a different thing. You can have similar people like experiences of being a person of color, but being a black person in America is like, mm. and you've got this half. Well, she's actually full Asian, isn't she? Huh. But you got this, this, this supposedly half Asian blonde girl who's like almost white passing, who has everything that she ever wants. And she's saying all this horrible stuff about a person whose family only recently came into money. Yeah. And she's using a black guy for clout. And, you know, it's, it's, you've got to address those things. Cause if you just sweep that under the rug, it's, it's, yeah, gonna, it's definitely not going to be easy for them to make. Her no. And it's, I, I, I don't envy them that task, but I'm sure they're going to do it or at least give her a decent shot. I, I feel like they will, because I think there's enough people that want just way too many people who just, mm. Y'all are weird, but you do you. Enjoy your villains. No, that's fine. I like villains too, but some of them I just can't get with. I can't Honestly, hate. my my heart wants. If they do a better job with Zoe, I'll easily go with Zoe in book two. Zoe I needs just to be. Don't elevated. think they did a good job with Zoe's love interest. They didn't. She gets like two actual romance scenes, and they suck. Because I would love to romance Zoe in it. I just don't think she gets. She got a CG. That's <laughs> one step above Ava. Yeah, that's true. And then See? people mocked it by, by, by having her hold like a burger. Yeah, like like no one. <sighs> Whatever. This fandom is messed up. <laughs> All right. What, what's the next one? All right. So next up is a very scandalous proposal. Right. I understand it's not the greatest story. It's like no, no twist, no real twists or anything. I just I love the relationship between for me Ava and MC. You know, and that's great because I, I that's fine. I, that's that's all it needs to be. If it's something that's enjoyable for you, and you like the interaction between the characters, it's a character-driven story more than a plot-driven story. So if you like that, then that's. That's great. You know, like we said before, my favorite book, I fully understand is my favorite because of a love interest and the potential it had and it didn't get. So like it's it's I need to finish it. I I I love that it reads like a rom-com. It is very rom-com. Like especially even when you can like sneak around the the greenhouse and eavesdrop. It's such yeah. rom-com. And then you're like the the American there over in in England and everybody's you know fish out of water um, kind you, of thing. You know, you got you got every rom-com trope in there. You know, fish out of water. You have the fake, fake proposal. You have the best friend who betrays you betrays the character oh you've got the whole um you're actually just trying to get dirt on the family <laughs> like, yeah and at least your love interest knows about it yeah but i mean i mean that, i mean that sometimes happens but then it still blows up it always becomes a thing yeah 
very rom-com. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's a lighthearted book and it's it's fun and that's all it needs to be sometimes. It doesn't need to be freaking... And like, I, I just think like, even like the scene where when Simon or Ava find out that Tommy betrayed, I'm like, that hits hard because they're like, they want so much to believe that there's no way Tommy did it. And then when they realize that Tommy did do it and I'm just like, you know, I kind of kind of feel really bad for this character realizing that his best friend in the world betrayed him or her. I just wish that the Simon on the cover was the Simon we got in the book. All right. Because I didn't pick him. I picked an Ava. I think Ava's sprite is beautiful. They have very pretty Avas and I really like the one I chose and that's because I thought that the Simons were all lacking. So, you know. But yeah, it's it's a straightforward book. You don't, it doesn't require a lot of thinking. It's just, that's I just some, find it really enjoyable. You know what? That's Those are the good ones though. You don't really have to think that hard because then you can just be there and enjoy the story and enjoy the characters and have fun and replay it for fun. Yeah, it's like home for the holidays. A lot of people don't like it. I love it. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. It's a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> You can enjoy that all you want. I, I used that why... one to use a sprite that I didn't like. I understand. I understand why people don't like it. It's meant to it's... be kind of like a Hallmark. I just, it's, it's meant to be what it is. It's, it's short. It's a short. It, it, it's a holiday book that's meant to be like a Hallmark. It has all of those holiday book tropes. It's got the 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 ex flame. It's got the overbearing but attractive boss. It's got the um, the new love interest with with Holly. It's it's like it's it's so supposed to be just a Hallmark oh, yeah, it, movie. It, it hits all the marks of a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's and got I just, you're you're always adopted. I love <laughs> I love holiday Christmas movies. It's, I'm huge on holiday Christmas movies. Setting up your mom who's been lonely for so like, long. It's like they're coming out with that. The Princess Switch 3. I'm going to watch it. Did you watch that one? The, the Princess Lake Cordonia? Talks about Cordonia? Did you watch that one? I did not. I, I still have to... I tried to look it up and I didn't see it. I got to remember. I found it. I think it was a show. And I've got I've to gotta remember where it was. But I saw it on Tumblr and they were like, dude even looks like white Liam. And... <laughs> they, yeah, you were. They were you not... You were telling me about it and... I was like, I gotta find it, but then I could. I tried to find it up, but I couldn't find it. I'll find it. Don't worry. I'll let you know. All right. So okay, what's two? Number three. Oh, three. We're only on three. We're at three. Uh, Crown in the Flame, book one. Okay. Uh, I love the the two storylines that go side by side. Yep. You got Dom's storyline. You got Kenneth's storyline, and I like how it's brought together at the end. It's just. Real, both both storylines are really well written. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't play Dom as my love interest, so I think it's Mm-mm. good that you know Kenna has whoever you choose to romance. Dom has Rose. Say is underutilized. Absolutely, Say is underutilized in later books. She, I mean, she's barely in book one. She's only at the end. I know, but like, just but you just like talked about Rose. Rose, Rose just freaking disappears and gets murdered. Well, they <sighs> they wrote it that she was supposed to, that she dies. You can choose to save her, but if you save her, 
in book two and three because at that point they didn't have the save data option to to take your save data from the previous book yet in the app they write book two and three like she's dead yep so the whole option of saving her didn't matter because she doesn't cross over to book two or three I found the homework thing it's the show Good Witch oh I've heard of that show and it's episode The Prince He's from Cordonia? Literally says from Cordonia. This is a prince named Henry, and it's like, Henry beautifully plays the piano when Olivia overhears and stops to listen. The two flirt with one another. Later at the bistro, Olivia and Stephanie talk about the upcoming open poetry mic night where Henry arrives and says he would love to attend. Vincent overhears that Henry is from Cordonia and mentions he wow. docked into their port a few times. Okay, I'll... I actually did plan on watching The Good Witch. So <laughs> the Cordonian royal family back at the Grey House. Vincent confronts Henry and tells him he recognizes him and knows he's part of the Cordonian royal yeah, family. Whoever wrote it has to be a Choices fan. Absolutely. And snuck that either snuck it in with nobody else noticing. <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna look up images, but okay, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying about the Crown of the Flame. Um, I think we talked about it in the last one about how it yeah just... we went pretty heavy on it on in uh... yeah so well, well number two uh, with every heartbeat right because of the breaks me the, the the emotional quality and the relationship between it's the Dakota I think the it's it's the it's I think it's definitely the best for how well they do a relationship in a single love interest book. I think it it seems that way. Um, just from what I've seen of it, because since as we said, I, I have not let myself because they they don't rush it, but it's also it has that fall in love quickly the way you do in high school. Yeah, but it's still and it plays that. I love Walk to Remember. Like it's one of my favorite romantic movies. Actually, didn't love Vault in Our Stars, but I did. I do love Walk to Remember, and it has that whole, you know, promise, you know, promise not to fall in love with me thing that they do in Walk to Remember. They don't do that in Vault in Our Stars. No, but Walk to Remember has the whole. You have to promise not to fall in love with me, and then they fall in love with each other. And it's just, and then when they get to the end, then it just breaks me. I don't do Nicholas Sparks, but that's okay. Yeah. But, you know, he, I mean. He, he's a horrible person, but <laughs> I still like the movie, sadly. it's Isn't it a tough thing when you're like, God, this person sucks, but I like the worlds they create. Looking at you, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, I love Harry Potter. But she's horrible. <laughs> she so is. Okay. Well, good. I mean, that's that's something that I can try to maybe lean on instead of just preparing to sob. You should still be prepared. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, remember I read it as it was releasing, and I'm like, oh, they're probably not going to actually kill them, even though it's called with every heartbeat. 
Wouldn't that be funny? I'm like, you know, there something's gonna happen. They'll live, and I'm like, oh, they killed him. They okay, killed her. Happy ending. She's dead. They kill him off, and then give you that heart wrenching but totally nonsense sappy graduation sequence. Yes. But they, I mean, they just even in the mail, like they have a really good scene. Like they have, a, they have a fight scene where Dakota freaks out and tells you to just leave. And they have a scene where you can choose to shave your head. I'm like, oh, but then luckily it's not a diamond scene. So I'm like, okay, I enjoy that this isn't a diamond scene. Yeah, that would have been a crappy thing to do. Like, because when I, somebody else read it before I had a chance and they told me what happens. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to, yes, I want to shave my head to support the love interest, but I don't want to pay diamonds to shave my head. No, you shouldn't have to pay diamonds to shave your head because then you'd be the witness MC. But I do (laughs) like that they didn't make that a diamond zine. Yes, it's a choice, but it's not a diamond choice, which I liked. Can she have no hair at graduation? You can. Good. I always see everybody with hair in their fan art, and I'm like, how'd your hair go back so fast? I did also choose to go to prom with no hair when I played Well, look, a fandom user on May 12th. Love this show, but this episode is a lot like a story from the Choices app, a royal romance. <laughs> the story <laughs> in the game was better. Somewhere the show also uses a fictional country of Coronia. Are they affiliated with Choices? Somebody else is like, this is the exact reason why I'm here. <laughs> you gotta tell me how that episode goes. I Yeah, I'll watch. I'll, I plan on watching the series eventually. Season 5, episode 4. Okay. If I enjoy it enough to make it that far. Oh, well, I mean, you like horror right. movies. That's true. But I have so much to watch right now that I don't know when I'll get to it. I don't know. There's just so much TV. Yeah, there's a lot. I, I get amazing when I, I'll see an article about a show being canceled. I'm like, I've never even heard of this show. And it's like, it's ending. It's like I've never heard the show. It's like, oh yeah, uh, season five is going to be the last season. I'm like, how did I not know about a show that had five seasons? There's just so many places you can get TV now, TV shows, between streaming and cable, and just so hard to keep up. It is. It is ridiculously hard. I don't think I. I, I don't think I know half of what's happening anywhere. Yeah, because people are like, how have we not watched this? Be like, I have enough to watch. <laughs> Like, because now I have to start. I wasn't going to start Manifest because it got canceled on a cliffhanger, but now Netflix picked up a final season for that. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll probably try that now. Manifest? Yeah, it's the one about the people. They go on an airplane and then disappear for five years. I don't know that one. It had three, it got canceled after three seasons and ended on a cliffhanger, but then. Mm. What was it, it on? It was on NBC. Really? Yeah, it had three seasons. NBC canceled it, and then it went on Netflix. Got the first two seasons, and it was like number one on Netflix for twenty-seven days, which is almost a record for Netflix. <laughs> did you ever watch? I'm sorry that we're derailing things here, but did you That's ever fine. watch? Oh, it's got Josh Dallas in it. Um, Once upon a time. No. 
No, I'm just Josh Dallas is in Manifest. Oh. <laughs> um, did you ever watch Flash Forward? Yes, I did not like it. I loved it. And then they put it on hiatus for and... like six months and no one fucking remembered what was happening. And they killed it. Like they had to ruin it. Wait, I, actually, I actually I might be re- misremembered. Flash Forward's the one that they had like they had to like, go back to like no power. No, Flash Forward is the one where all of a sudden everybody like like everybody all of a sudden stops like the time stops for like six seconds or something like that, and all the every everybody kind of gets like a um they get like okay. a short vision yeah. of their so future. I didn't like I didn't like that one. What's the one that everybody that lost, everybody they lost power and they had to go back to like living without power? Because I did like that revolution. No, I didn't watch that one. That one's the the world the entire world loses power. But that one got that one got messed up by um by a hiatus as well. Like I, I think it went on hiatus because of the. Writer strike? No, I want to say it actually had something to do with like the Olympics, and then they extended the hiatus for like forever. Oh yeah, it was on a hiatus from when the heck did it do it? It got it got just destroyed by the hiatus, and I w- I just was waiting for the stupid thing to come back so I could find out. I was like, it's gonna have a second season. It's gonna be so cool. Why is Maria Doc Brandybuck being such a weirdo? Like. You know? right, so they went six months in the future, not six seconds. I'm well, I said they, everybody blacked out for like six seconds. Oh, okay. It was like a really short blackout. And then they, they got a flash forward into some point in the future. And um, and I just, I really wanted to know more about what was going to happen. And then they fucked it up with that hiatus episodes. When did they go? October, October, blah, 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 blah. It, so it was off yeah. air from December to March. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at right now. And, and it got canceled. Yeah, it started off with this great viewership. Like, it was watched by an average of 8.5 million people, which is a lot. But it just didn't... It, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> It was such an interesting premise. It's got Joseph Hines like, and Jack Davenport. I love Jack Davenport. If a show had, like, the finale had 4.96 million. If a show had that now, it would be one of the top shows on TV. Right? Like, that got canceled, and it had almost 5 million people watching it. And that was this after... Is, this is pre-streaming as well, because this mm-hmm. is 2010. Because this is probably this is a show that probably would have been huge on streaming. Oh, yeah. If it come out now, it'd be fine, I think. But like, it was David S. Goyer was involved, and the one show that shocked me that actually lasted was Fringe. I loved that show, and I was shocked that they actually got five seasons and got to tell a full story. It's got a great cast. Did you watch Fringe? I did not. I love Joshua Jackson and um, John. Oh God, John Noble. Yeah, John Noble. Um, 
And it seemed like a really interesting show. I just didn't. I don't remember why I didn't. What was I doing? What was happening in my life at that time? When did that come out? 2008. Yeah, uh, I think I just didn't have time. But yeah, like I got a solid. Lance Reddick. God, I love Lance Reddick. Anna Trove. Jessica Nicole. You go Zavala. You be on stuff. But yeah, like five solid seasons. I hear good things about it, and it is on my list of things to watch. I like I like JJ Abrams, even if he does really, really, really like lens flare. JJ Abrams is definitely a hidden mess for me. He loves lens flare. He does so many different things though, like because you forget that JJ Abrams is behind Felicity. Yeah, which they ruined in season three. Well, what would she cut her hair? I don't care about cutting hair. It's the uh, what did they do? In, I'm trying to remember what they did in season three. It was like a like she, it was a dream or something. What did they do? That I thought that was season four. I thought it only had three seasons. No, the finale season was the one where she was like, she wondered like she ended up with Ben and she was like, no, oh, I should have ended up with with noel and then she has a dream like the whole season is a dream about her being with noel uh, so it is it is four seasons so it's season four that it did that and i'm like how do you end a series like this or it's like the, the finale i think it was the finale was like that yeah the finale was like that which one's a man for her question the series has been posed time again is finally answers felicity finally chooses ben in her alternate future making her wake up from a fevered sleep in the present day on Noel's wedding, only to tell present Ben that he is the one she wants to be with. And the story comes full circle as a friend celebrated Noel's reception. Either way, I didn't like the last season. I remember it being weird. Like, I, I, but yeah, but I mean, okay, that's fine. But J.J. Abrams is behind that show. And yes. I remember that being like such a big deal. But then he's also behind, you know, fucking Lost. Lost, Fringe. A Yes, Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Trek. I like the Star Trek reboot. That's how you double dip. Star Mission Wars Impossible 3, which is not the crappy Mission Impossible 2, which is absolute garbage. You know? Alright. So let's talk about blades. Yes, number one, which is clearly <laughs> <laughs> <Fairly> blades. <laughs> Don't even have to say it. Everybody knows. Anybody that talks to me on Twitter knows Blades is number one. Let's talk about Blades. Let's I've talk said, about how I've we need to do the so podcast much. episodes for me. I've said so much about Blades. I can't wait till V and Lucas do the podcast on it so then I can be mad about mad at them. Oh, God. About I how they what, talk about it. I want to know. You know, I, I think it would be hilarious if Lucas comes in and is like, this shit is lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all about it and V's like it took me eight years to get through the first chapter <laughs> and Lucas is like I want to read this one because everybody's fine and, <laughs> and it's got such an interesting story and it's such a cool world and I really like where they're going with it and V's just I, there like I cannot wait till they do the episode where at the end of the show she's like let's do some quick thoughts on each character <laughs> So, how do you feel about rain? How do you feel about Mal? Mal's great. Big dick energy. 
<laughs> he does. Oh, God, I hope that happens. I am definitely looking forward to their Blades <laughs> episode. Eventually, whenever they get to it, I want, I can't wait to see what they say about Blades, because then I could be mad and be like, you're wrong. Well, we already told her that. Well, we did admit that the chapters are very long, but they're enjoyably long because it's yes. such an interesting story. <laughs> but I definitely agree when she said, yeah, like, suggested reading times 12 minutes. That's a lie. That's that a straight up lie. Absolutely a lie. <laughs> a lie. Even and if it's... you skip every scene, it is not 12 minutes. Oh, no. No, you'd have to just be tapping straight through, not paying yeah. any attention. It's. <laughs> It, it's like when my, uh, my first two loves is like four minute chapters. I'm like, I do that shit in two minutes. Oh, sometimes no, I, actually, <laughs> I actually read it and I was reading it while I was like doing my makeup in the morning before work. So because I wasn't paying full attention, I stretched that shit out to like 15, 20 minutes. But if I was not doing that, no, I wouldn't have even looked at anything. No. <laughs> I have to make a choice. So Who the cares? First, thing, when I, first time I read it, I was like, uh, a Mason chapter, one minute done. <laughs> <laughs> take take the four diamonds and run and it is going to be split up like that the majority yeah. of the book is like, like oh who's in this one? Oh, we're in a mason arc fuck it all right just i don't need to i can just tap through quick <laughs> oh yeah. uh, uh, oh sister's in trouble <laughs> uh kind of like her but also tap 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 <laughs> oh it's amazing it's an ava ava chapter let's read everything <laughs> It's still me. only done in four minutes. No big deal. <laughs> yes, it's still not along. <laughs> Mal talks too much. Mal can talk forever. Yeah, everybody talks too much in the. There is a lot of dialogue. I want to hear some of Mal's stories though. Like we get the end of them all the time, and it's like, man, I want to know about this well, con- just, this contessa you, that you. The third gonna, one. If you're gonna play blades, you have to you have to be ready to spend diamonds. Because oh, you, yeah. there's just way too much story that you're gonna miss. There's and it's just story not as in good. those diamond scenes, guys. It's not useless diamond scenes. Your no, outfits the... are hit and miss. You don't necessarily need to take them, but you can if you want to support it. But you gotta take the weapons because there's always something that comes with that. You gotta pick up those lore tablets because it's just there's so much of a world, and we get to see more of it in the next one. Yeah. And I mean, even the social quests are good. I know you don't get a lot of it. Yes, you can skip the social quests, but they're fun because you get to know the characters better. Yeah, you get actual backstory for whomever the heck it is you're going with. It's not like social quests. Onia's here too. It's like, no, you get to see new sides of everybody. Yeah. Like that Mal isn't actually cheap and he actually pays for drinks when everybody goes out. Because he's trying to buy people's affection. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I love the characters. I love the lore. I love the world that that Andrew created. The only thing that I would say is that I feel like once Tyrell gets there, or Tyrell, or whomever you want to call it, I'm gonna call him Tyrell because that's how my brain does it. But once he gets there, he becomes like the ally you're supposed to want. Yeah, which I don't get. And I totaled it up. And I really need to go back through and redo it because I don't remember my numbers. But he has more scenes or more kissing options or more romance options than anybody else does. And I, I, every, all the others are pretty even. But then he's got like a, a solid like three more. He's my least favorite of the four. I don't like him very much as a love interest. I think he's just kind of like. If dude, I was going to rank them, get over one, Mal would be second. Imtira would be third. And then Tyrell. 
And I would probably put Aaron or Arian or whatever, the prince, above Tyrell. And he's not even really a love interest. He's not a love interest. But I would put him again above Tyrell. Tyrell I think he's more be. interesting than Tyrell. But, I, I mean, I think Tyrell would have been better if they had played up the relationship that he had with Kaya maybe a little bit more and made him more hesitant to to get involved with MC because you can make out with any of them in that scene in the the duskwood yeah any of Dark them woods. yeah and i don't i don't necessarily think that you should have been able to do that i mean you can pay diamonds you can just do all four of them or all three of them I know. At the same time, if you have 80, if you want to spend eighty diamonds, I know, and I kind of don't think that that should have been a thing. I think choose I think, one. Well, that well, not necessarily that. Like, if you want to hoe it up, you do that. But just like some of the characters, just don't really seem like they should have been at that point. And Tyrell's kind of like, oh, I didn't know you were interested in this. And it's like honestly, I didn't know you were interested in this. So yeah, this like, should have been awkward. Yeah, like I mean, make it a twenty diamond deem, but it doesn't have to like. Like Nia, like you just kiss her. Oh, that's all you do with Mal, really. Yeah. But I mean, make the Tyrell one not even a kiss, just getting closer to them. Yeah, get to know him. Maybe you'll hold hands. You know, and it's just, it just seemed kind of weird that you could all of a sudden be making out with him when he, you like barely even know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a side effect of having to be a Choices book. Right. And that's something that that I wish they would not do. Because, especially with the growing popularity of things like Romance Club, when you actually have to work for the allies to, to get scenes with them and well if you do it in a good book you know and to <laughs> to get to where you need to, you want to be it's it's like some yeah, of them like, are a little easier but you, you like, yeah like having secret like your choices actually matter <laughs> same with choice, they, chasing you right and and so it's it's like you have those those options and and it's working for other apps and i really wish that that pb would kind of start heading that way like because could you imagine how much fun it would be for the fandom to be like holy crap i didn't get that option like we only get and little that's bits. One of the, that's one of the good conversation whenever I talk romance club with people is that, you know, I played Mimi. I didn't get to see Lucifer stuff until I watched V play. Right, because you play Mimi like nobody else lives. Mimi's yeah. the only one who cannot be your love interest and still survive. Andy survives. Can he? I saw Gross. a playthrough where Andy Andy survives if you have enough friendship. I've been high with Andy because I used it to get through, like, oh, but then I started being shitty to him. Maybe I'll do that on my next one. Like, no romance, but just, like, high relationship score. Because I had to use him for glory, and he still died. Not that I cared. But, you know. Yeah, but I still, did but- see a playthrough where Mimi, Andy, and Lucifer lived. Dino was the only really? one who died. God, that sucks. No, kill Andy. Keep Dino. Because Dino, Dino is the only one. The only way you can, only way you can save him is if you romance him. It's same for Lucifer. Same with Lucifer. They die if you don't romance him. They die. Which is, which is, I don't. Ugh, fuck it. I don't. I don't want Andy to live. Nobody wants Andy to live. I, I don't think Andy lives for a lot of people. Andy's creepy. 
But like chasing you, the the character can die. Like Sam died in my first playthrough. Andy has no character growth. Andy no, just takes just... a shower. I was but so like... happy when once you reject him for the dance, he, it, his romance line is dead. No, it's not. You have to reject him a second time. Uh, do you? Yeah, you got to tell him no in the library. In book two. I didn't realize that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be like, there's no hope for us, bro. Is Mimi? Do you have to reject Mimi twice or just once? No, she's just once, and she's kind of whatever. She's like, we can just be friends with benefits, and you can kind of like just trail off with that and not really keep it going, yeah. or you can, you know, you can be like, no, I don't think so, and she's like, okay. But then if you if you don't reject her and you have high relationship score with Lucifer, she gets really upset. Which is valid. <laughs> because Lucifer's there like devastated that you're that he thought you were dead. And then she's like, the f you do oh I can't believe you. But then she gets over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but the initial reaction's a valid reaction. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And she actually only gets over it because she, she kinda has to, because um the school is being attacked and it's kind yeah. of not important anymore but i would really love to see choices do that sort of thing and even just gradually just just make it so that if you haven't earned that character you don't get that character yeah and it doesn't even have to yeah, be through diamond that's scenes definitely necessarily. one of the downfalls of choices you're in the, in the end your choices don't matter <laughs> they don't matter and you can always just buy the person that you want to be with yeah and I would rather like just just slowly, book by book, just start I, putting I think in more of the code. Romance Club does it well that your choices actually matter. And I like Love Truck to where you can just choice, you can choose oh, yeah, who you like, want to romance, and you just have their story. And if you want somebody else, you just play that story. Yeah, Love Truck is is a whole different thing. But like like Romance Club does that really well. Um, but Love Struck, your choices don't matter. No, it's, they don't. They make no. It slightly changes. You're basically reading a book where. You get Your some dialogue differences. Dialogues. But the but, but, yeah, the plot doesn't go anywhere. It's done. But um But, but I love the characters in Love Struck. No, no, no. And that's what that's what makes those ones good is because yeah. they're they're like single ally stories, but they really build up the characters. And yes. then there was um Storyscapes, where your choices made a huge difference. Storyscapes nothing topped that one. That, that one I'm so pissed, Disney man. Titanic. Oh, story. And I romanced Charlie and Titanic. Of, I romanced the the movie star, and it was Can't the worst it. decision of my freaking life. Because <laughs> he dies no matter what, right? No, he doesn't. You can save him, but if you save him, he resents you. Oh. Because his whole thing is that he wants to he wants to do this, and if you plead with him and you you're like, no, you need to come with me, he'll go. But then you see him again at the movie premiere and he resents you. And you kind of get like the idea that if there were had been a sequel, which they wouldn't have actually done, but if there had been one, that maybe in the future you could have rekindled something. But he does not like that he didn't go down. Like he feels like he needs to be there. And then if he's there, like he freaking dies and it's awful. <laughs> yeah, like Man. Um, him, I didn't romance him, but him dying hit. Yeah, Zeta, I think is the-, the Zeta is who I went with. And, and Edge of Extinction was a great story. Like, and there were so many the, great oh, stories. Love, Life 2.0. Life 2.0. I'm I was so, so looking forward we, to the second book for that. I was like, 
because they're getting ready to release and they're like, all right, uh, we're actually closing now. Like, yeah, just what? like I opened the app and they were like, we're gone. And it was freaking Disney deciding just to shut down the whole division. I don't know why that that app was only out for like a month and a half and it had over a million downloads. And it was like the top app in, in that style. It was they, they could have been making absolute bank off that. Oh, so good. I'm I mean, so upset about I, Life 2.0. I, I can't. I I'm, Yes, I'm upset, but I can't be upset at a, a company who buys out somebody else not wanting to keep something that wasn't created by them. I can well, understand that. I mean, I get that. But Disney acquires things all the time. Disney is a major conglomerate company. They don't they always create the they things. Weren't they weren't creating. They weren't buying out Fox for. They were buying out Fox novels. to get Marvel. Yeah. And but that that why close the whole division like just without even I, I don't even think they probably considered it. They didn't look at that at how they and that this actually is kind of like a commentary on the whole visual novel market and how the game industry sort of just doesn't pay attention to it and it's it's that's an oversight because it's a huge lucrative industry yeah and disney could have had the top app in it and honestly even if you didn't want just i'm selling off to somebody yeah just somebody else would have would have taken it over sell off fog bank um or you know, at least give it a shot before you shut it down. You know you're gonna have other things that you can use to buoy that for a while if it doesn't do well. You're freaking Disney and you just bought Fox. I mean, it's not like you don't have money, but man, and the CG and how the CG changed based off of what you did, yeah. uh, and who you were with and what you looked like. God, I'm, I'm gonna be so pissed about that book that app forever oh, anyway blades is great <laughs> I, don't, I, like, I don't know if there was a book in it that i didn't like i was looking forward to the new one that they were like that's coming out and the thing and the blah 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 yeah because i, I didn't, really I didn't care too much about x-files i didn't read the x-files ones but I was reading age of extinction when it was when they closed i had finished life 2.0 i had Freaking died along with Charlie in Titanic. But, yeah, so Titanic, I loved. Life 2.0 was amazing. Eternal City was amazing. Edge of Extinction was amazing. I didn't care too much about X Files, and then they were going to release Ageless, which looked amazing for a sci-fi fantasy. Eternal City, I was reading. Yeah, that was what it was. Ageless. I was wanting. I wanted that so badly. Yeah, like that one looked so good. <laughs> there hasn't really been anything like it that had any like like really got any legs under it i heard originals was but then that didn't make it past like beta yeah my heart is broken <sighs> it's late for what you could have been yes it is midnight so <laughs> when we got through my rankings <laughs> Blades I, I, is I awesome. Mean, we didn't talk too much about Blades, but I've said so much. We kind of did earlier, though. Yeah. When we were talking about it being like everything else. Yeah. And we've talked, I think, you know, it's. We'll, we'll have an episode. We'll have podcast reaction episodes when they do Blades episodes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I'll listen those weeks. I'll listen out of order and then we'll record the same yeah, thing. We'll listen and then we'll be like, okay, this is Eric and Fishti's reaction pod <laughs> to Play Choices Pods episode. It'll on. be it'll be after my streams. And we'll, we'll just be like, they're wrong. They're wrong. Everything they said was everything, wrong. Everything we and Lucas said was wrong. You're Place wrong. Amazing. You're wrong, Lucas. Thanks. Bye. See you next week. Go back to reading Nanny Affair. And leave Blades alone. <laughs> but, yes. But thank you very much for joining me for the top 10. Thanks for having me back. And now we have, in the future, we'll be doing Scrubs and True Crime now. Scrubs, True Crime, Blades. But thank you very much for joining me, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night. You too, Eric. Thanks so much. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I want to thank Fishty again for helping me discuss my top 10 choices books. It was such a fun conversation. I'll definitely have her back to discuss something else in the future. Again, you can find her on Twitter at Masquerade Redux. And try to go watch her streaming on Saturdays at twitch.tv slash fistybuns. Thanks for joining us today and hope to see you next time.